We're reading from Mark chapter 9, 14 to 50, which is on page 928, if you have the church Bible. When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and scribes disputing with them. All of a sudden, when the whole crowd saw him, they were amazed and ran to greet him. Then he asked them, what are you arguing with them about? Out of the crowd, one man answered him, teacher, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Wherever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they couldn't. He replied to them, you unbelieving generation, how long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring him to me. So they brought him to him. When the spirit saw him, it immediately convulsed the boy. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening to him, Jesus asked the father. From childhood, he said, and many times it has thrown him into fire or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Then Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible to the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out, I do believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly coming together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. Then it came out, shrieking and convulsing him violently. The boy became like a corpse, so that many said, He's dead. But Jesus, taking him by the hand, raised him, and he stood up. After he went into a house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? And he told them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Then they left that place and made their way through Galilee. But he did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples and telling them, The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after he is killed, he will rise three days later. But they did not understand this statement, and they were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the the way? But they were silent, because on the way they had been arguing with one another about who was the greatest. Sitting down, he called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wants to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a child, had him stand among them, and taking taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one little child such as this in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but him who sent me. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name. And we tried to stop him because he wasn't following us. Don't stop him, said Jesus, because there is no one who will perform a miracle in my name who can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. And whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because of my name, since you belong to the Messiah, I assure you, he will never lose his reward. But whoever causes the downfall of one of these little ones who believe in me, 
It would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. And if your hand causes your downfall, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, the unquenchable fire where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your foot causes your downfall, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell, the unquenchable fire, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes your downfall, gouge it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good. But if the salt should lose its flavour, how can you make it salty? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. Well, hi there, everyone. Uh, It's great to see you here tonight. My name is Adrian. Welcome to church. Uh, Please keep Mark 9 open in front of you. Uh, We're starting a a new series in the second half of Mark's Gospel. Last year, we looked at Mark 1 to 8. Those talks are online on our website, in our app, if you want to uh, listen to those talks. Uh, you might want to read those chapters as we get stuck into uh, our series called The King's Cross from Mark 9 to 16. Uh, part of the talk will be kind of recapping some of what's happened in the earlier chapters uh, and then really focusing on, uh, on Mark chapter 9. And there will be question time afterwards. How about we pray and ask God to help us to understand uh, His Word. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you love us. Thank you that you have sent Jesus, your son, into the world, that we might know you, that we might know your love, that we might be set free and forgiven. And so, Father, we pray that as we listen tonight to your word about the glory of Jesus, that we would listen, that we would understand, and we would live rightly in response to Jesus, our great King and Savior. We pray it in his name. Amen. Well, there are two questions I want us to be thinking about as we hear from God's Word, the Bible tonight. The first question 